At this point in history, hierarchy is one of those concepts that has been thrown into the waste bin of bad things. Now, as we all know, if we throw something into the bin of bad things, we tend to swing the pendulum all the way to the side where we won't acknowledge something, we won't look at it, and we don't become conscious in the ways we need to around it. By swinging the pendulum, we also become out of alignment to the opposite extreme. Now, it's obvious why we would lump hierarchy into this list of bad things because of how much abuse it has, and quite frankly does, bring into the world. However, because you know how unhealthy it is to swing the pendulum, what I'm asking of you today is to actually consider what I'm going to present and put in front of you today relative to the concept of hierarchy, and to actually use those triggers that you have to resolve your own wounds around hierarchy, as opposed to throwing away with the concepts that I'm about to share entirely just because they're triggering. I will suggest that if any of you have extreme triggers that come up as a result of watching this video, that you use the completion process on any and all emotions and sensations that might arise. I'm going to warn you in advance that in this episode I'm going to use a few dirty words. Words like superiority, words like authority. <laughs> now these words, just like hierarchy, are things that most people in the spiritual field and in the awareness field and self-help field, etc., have thrown in the bin of bad things. But just because we have thrown something in the bin of bad or labeled it as bad doesn't mean it actually is. And it doesn't mean, just because we see something as bad, that it isn't the reality. Hierarchy is a system or organization in which people or groups are ranked one above the other according to superiority or authority. Hierarchy is a way of viewing and categorizing the world in terms of things being above, below, or at the same level. Given this definition, power and also authority are an obvious element of hierarchy. I personally get a front row seat to how deep this wound around hierarchy is with people. Why? Because I cannot attend a workshop and meet people without somebody offering to give me a healing, or without somebody offering to be my friend because of how good they'd be at seeing my shadows where other people don't. Because that simply makes them feel as if they're on equal ground or superior to me. Not a day goes by without someone telling me that they're definitely not a fan, you know, not like a fan fan, but I do respect your work. Because they want me to know that I should definitely not consider myself above them. Not a day goes by that I don't get an email or message that says, you're not my god, I see you as a person just like the rest of us, so as to pull me off my pedestal. Not a day goes by that someone doesn't show up late or leave early in order to send the message that they have higher priorities than me. So I get the message that they do not regard me as a bigger deal than they are. And all of these comments are from people who really do like me. They're not even from the people who can't stand me and consider themselves a hater. Well, they don't consider themselves a hater. They consider themselves to be saving everyone else from me. But that's besides the point. The thing is, is that if you're in a position like I'm in, not a day goes by that someone isn't locked into an unconscious power struggle with you. We already know the dangers of out-of-alignment hierarchy and authority. Things like Hitler's Reich, abusive parents, a law enforcement officer threatening to arrest a woman if she won't have sex with him, or a Catholic priest holding so much authority that he performs repetitive exorcisms on a child that is actually poisoned, as opposed to giving the child an antidote. There are also times where hierarchy needs to be acknowledged or it's dangerous for everyone. Imagine an operating room where the nurses refuse to acknowledge the superiority of the surgeon. Or imagine a tour guide is taking a group of people on a path through dangerous terrain and they don't listen to the authority of the guide's warnings. 
Or imagine a child who defies the parents by feeding the family dog chocolate. Or imagine a person who's interested in spirituality, but who doesn't respect the authority of shamans, learning everything they can on the internet and purchasing shamanic medicines and then calling themselves a shaman and administering these shamanic medicines. As you can see, there are a lot of dangers in hierarchy, but there are also a lot of dangers in there being no hierarchy at this current time in human consciousness. Because power is an obvious element in hierarchy and superiority and authority, almost nothing in the world triggers people more. I mean, nothing triggers people more than unsafety, and when people feel out of power and out of control, they feel that unsafety. So anytime there are power dynamics involved, people usually have a lot of resistance to whatever subject's being talked about. Now, why is it that people have resistance to power and to authority and to superiority and to hierarchy? Because they have been so hurt by it in the past. Basically, the abuse of hierarchy and authority has destroyed lives. For this reason, I want you to take a look at your own lives and ask yourself the following questions. What happened to you when someone was in a superior position? What happened when someone had more power than you? What happened when they had more authority? Chances are that two things happened. The first is that you were not taken into consideration. Because the people that were in these positions of superiority, authority, or higher on the totem pole of hierarchy, did not actually consider you. They didn't, they didn't consider your thoughts, they didn't consider your feelings, your perspectives, your needs, anything. That means that your best interest was not taken into consideration and was not acted upon. Now obviously, this makes you feel completely powerless, completely afraid, and incapable of bringing about what you feel would be in your best interests. Not only that, you felt insignificant, which, might I remind you, is one of the biggest triggers in the world to the human self-concept. On top of that, the second thing happened. Because of everything I've just mentioned, you felt as if you lost your free will. Basically, because of the extreme pain that you endured as a result of authority and superiority and people being higher than you in this hierarchical system, you have become obsessed with freedom and free will. You have decided to demand equality. You have decided that you will never be beneath anyone ever again. But what you don't see is that even if you're doing this on a subconscious level, this creates a serious problem for you and for the people around you. First, if you're like this, it means you are constantly having a subconscious power struggle with anyone who you perceive to be or who other people perceive to be above you in any way. Many people with this pattern cannot keep a job where they have a boss and can only maintain friendships with people who need their help, for example. So the first thing to realize here is that the people who are the most resistant to hierarchy and authority are the ones that are subconsciously the most obsessed with it. They are the ones subconsciously playing the most competitive power games, and they are doing it for power's sake, specifically in order to try to stay safe. The second problem is that if you refuse to accept and acknowledge, and in many cases respect, authority, superiority, or hierarchy, it creates huge problems for you in your life, in that the first thing it does is it makes you look like an idiot to everyone but yourself in many circumstances. I'll give you a tiny bit of an example so you can understand this. Now, Laird Hamilton is considered to be, by most people, the best surfer that ever walked the earth. Now, I want you to imagine that you're out in Hawaii, and Laird Hamilton comes off of a wave. 
Now, if you're unwilling to recognize superiority, unwilling to recognize authority, unwilling to recognize excellence, which is also something that makes people perceive hierarchy, then when Laird Hamilton gets off of the wave and says, man, it's really hairy out there, you, as an amateur surfer, would look at him and say, well, you, we should really try the blue wax. Obviously, he knows what type of wax to use on his board. Saying that suggests that you have no idea who he is, or that even if you do, you don't recognize or accept his hierarchy and significance and superiority in that moment. It makes you look like an idiot, yet again to everyone but yourself. The other thing is, it can put you in serious, serious danger. On Earth, it is very dangerous to not recognize superiority and authority. Male animals in the animal kingdom who are vying for mates have to learn this the hard way every single day. Imagine that there is a fish that's swimming around in the sea somewhere and he refuses to acknowledge that anyone could possibly be above him in any way. Could not be superior to him in any way, whether it's swimming or whether it's power or size or whatever. So he's in the water with a shark. If this fish is unwilling to accept that it's a fish and the shark is a shark and that implies certain superiorities, this fish is going to end up dead. In the human world, there are many painful consequences that will come as a result of refusing to see and acknowledge hierarchy. These consequences must be consciously chosen, not unconsciously chosen, simply because of one's resistance to anyone or anything being above them. On top of this, if you have made the subconscious or conscious decision that no one will ever be above you in any way ever again, then you actually subconsciously or consciously are challenging people, but in very covert and manipulative ways. This is an unfair power play. If you are being conscious about challenging someone's position of authority or superiority or challenging their position in terms of hierarchy, there are very clear-cut ways, let's call these fair play rules of the game ways, that you will go about doing that. For example, let's say that you are another surfer who doesn't consider Laird Hamilton to be the best surfer in the entire world, and you're in reality that you're very, very good. You're not just doing it for power's sake. Obviously, the way you're going to go up against him is by entering a surfing contest, for example. You're not going to walk yourself over to his house and then start telling him that you feel like his technique is off. The third purpose is that beyond it being really impossible to be fully conscious if you refuse to accept hierarchy and superiority and authority, it's actually impossible to be genuinely successful or to find your life purpose if you refuse to see and acknowledge and accept superiority, authority, and hierarchy. The first thing you got to know is that people have the tendency whenever they're hurt by something to swing the pendulum to the exact opposite extreme. For example, when we're so hurt by people not being there for us, we adopt the belief that everything we need must come from within. Or when we're punished for our vulnerability, we develop rough and armored personalities. The dictatorships of the past have done so much damage to people that they have made a great many people swing the pendulum and desire and believe in anarchy and unconditional equality. The human being is not conscious enough for this type of social structure. Consciousness itself must be increased greatly before the idea of doing away with a power system can come into play. Swinging the pendulum is a reaction that gives rise to rebellion. And rebellion is not empowerment, and it is not free will. When people have been hurt badly by hierarchy, their dream of a world of equality is in fact a pendulum swing. In the spiritual field especially, we seek to transcend everything about us, 
that is human, everything about us that is instinctual. And I have to be honest, at an instinctual and at a very animalistic, primal level, power structures are a part of who we are. Now I'm here to tell you, and hopefully have been doing this over the course of my career, trying to teach you that the goal of spiritual awakening should not be transcendence of that which is human about us. It should be integration of that which is human about us. And I don't want you to be fooled that a great many of these teachers who teach the transcendence of human things like emotions and instincts and power play are actually in that space. They're not. They haven't managed to transcend it in any way, shape, or form. Instead, what has happened is they have found their superiority in their lack of concern about superiority. Instead, they have been consumed by the ego of being egoless. Instead, they have become a dictator in demanding equality. So, if it comes to your refusal to accept superiority, authority, or hierarchy, I want you to ask yourself the following questions. Why are you refusing to recognize or accept it? Are you refusing to recognize or accept it because doing so makes you feel inferior and powerless and unsafe? Are you in reality that you are equal or superior to someone in the way that you are thinking you are? Are you demanding to be seen as equal or to be seen as superior for power's sake alone? Keep in mind that to say no one has any authority or power over me is by definition a power struggle. When it comes to your desire to challenge authority or hierarchy, ask yourself why. And also ask yourself the following questions. Are you challenging it in order to simply not be on the bottom? Are you challenging it to avoid the pain of feeling powerless, inferior, and unsafe? Or are you challenging it because you are in reality that you belong in that equal or superior position? Are you challenging it because you have a good reason to be in that superior position? A better reason than simply not wanting anyone else to be above you? Once you see and acknowledge hierarchy, authority, and superiority, what this does is it puts you squarely in reality. Being squarely in reality doesn't mean you will never challenge authority or superiority or hierarchy in any way. It means that you will be incredibly conscious about it. It also means that if, for some reason, you are challenging it for some very conscious and very good reason, you will have the right strategy for going about doing it. When you challenge these things on a conscious level, your words and your actions and your thoughts about it will in fact change and you will go about it in very specific ways and in very specific situations. And most importantly, if you do this on a conscious level, you will no longer be fighting to be on equal or superior ground with people simply because you refuse to be below anyone else. What you do not see is that if you do not want anyone else to be on a pedestal, you are the one who is the most concerned with power and hierarchy. In resisting it, you are playing the game of who is above, below, or equal. What you do not see is that everyone on earth, in fact, has a pedestal that is sitting there waiting for them to step up onto it. The question is, what is this pedestal? It's going to be different for each person. Every person has a different pedestal waiting for them. For example, when it comes to the consciousness field, I may be on the top pedestal in that field. However, 
if I walk into the motor sports world, I have no pedestal waiting for me, and pretty much everyone in that field is on a pedestal above me. The pedestals themselves are not the problem, nor do you actually want to do away with them. You, in fact, want a pedestal of your own. Your issue is with other people being on the pedestals, because in the past, any time anyone was on one, you perceived yourself getting hurt. You blamed people being higher or above you for why you lost freedom and were treated as insignificant in the first place. The pedestal is not the problem. People's degree of consciousness or lack thereof on those pedestals, and therefore what they do with their position of power on those pedestals, is the problem. With superiority, with authority, comes power. Now, you could radically transform your life today if you would just accept that there is absolutely nothing wrong with power, nor will you ever be able or capable of getting rid of it. Power is not the problem. Power just simply has to be in service of something. The problem with human consciousness is that human beings tend to go for power for power's sake, meaning that power, when they have it, is not in service of anything more than getting power to keep themselves safe. The problem is not hierarchy in and of itself. The problem is that whenever people get superiority or get authority and they're not conscious, they don't actually consider you. They don't take you as part of themselves. Therefore, they cannot and do not capitalize on your best interests. You need to recognize and accept superiority, authority, and hierarchy in order to decide what to do with it. If you are able to do this, it actually shows you your own purpose and your own place within this world, your own areas of power. People who refuse to see superiority in others cannot see their own. That is an absolute rule of your existence. And why is that a problem? Because I'm sorry to break it to you. Your life purpose is going to be an area of power and thus extreme superiority for you. With a more clear vision about what your areas of superiority are, you will no longer vie for power for the sake of power in and of itself, because your purpose will naturally be something where you're superior. If you refuse to accept superiority in the world, you will run the very real risk of never finding your life purpose. People who cannot clearly see their own areas of superiority and who are constantly in a fight with anyone who they perceive to be above them simply because they've decided that no one will ever be above them ever again, they never make the right life choices for themselves. For example, if a person accepted that they think they're superior at running things and making executive decisions, they would never get themselves into a position where they ever had a boss in the first place. Thus, they would never get into the constant conflicts at the office that lead them to getting fired over and over again. And this next point, which has a lot to do with the success that you can experience here in the human world. People who are above you on the totem pole of hierarchy, people who have more authority or are superior in some way, will never trust you if you cannot see and accept superiority and authority. They will not trust you, nor should they. This means that these people in these positions have to know that you can recognize authority or hierarchy both upward from yourself and downward from yourself. The first reason for this is it means you're in reality. The second is, if a person refuses to recognize or acknowledge or respect these things, it means they do not actually see you in the position that you're in. 
This means they're in a relationship only with what they want to see. It also is extremely dangerous for somebody who is in a position of power or authority or superiority when someone else does not actually recognize that authority, that superiority, or that power, because it means they're going to get locked into a struggle whether they like it or not. Now, the funny thing about a power struggle is it creates a zero-sum game. It's an I win and you lose. The second that somebody decides you are not going to be above me, they've challenged your position, in fact. And you're roped into a power struggle whether you wanted to avoid it or not. Now, people who do this often flip it. They challenge someone's position, and when they fight back, they say, Oh, you're such a power monger, when actually they were the first one to challenge the position the person was in. Now, yet again, this is a concept or this danger that exists for people in superior and powerful positions is something that you can see in the animal world every day. Why? Because let's look at these rival males again that are vying for power over mates or power over a territory, <laughs> a position. If this subordinate male cannot actually recognize his inferiority to the superior male, this time we're talking about superiority in terms of body mass, then what happens is that inferior male will actually engage the superior male in a giant conflict. Now, regardless of which one wins, and we all know which one it's going to be, both of them ended up hurt. I'm going to give you a big hint when it comes to your desire to be the best or be at the top position of some sort of a power system or hierarchical system. I'm going to spell it out for you because it's such a big deal. If your reason for wanting to be in the top position is to stay safe from the potential pain of anyone else being above you in that position, this is simply a power struggle for power struggle's sake and indicates that you actually do not belong in that position at all. One of the hardest things about being a spiritual teacher in any capacity is the fact that as a spiritual teacher you have to accommodate for a multidimensional universe. Now what we know about a multidimensional universe is that the laws that govern some of these dimensions don't apply at all to other dimensions. At the highest dimensional level of existence, a table and a person and a plant and a dog are all made up of the same energy and the same consciousness. All is one and all is imbued with both consciousness and free will. This is a kind of ultimate equality. But as this consciousness becomes a part of the physical dimension, this consciousness chooses to become separated and defined and polarized. Because of this, as much as our ego does not like it, the reality of physical life is that we are not all equal. To learn more about this, I encourage you to watch my equally triggering video titled, People Are Not All Equal. Many spiritual people, because of understanding these higher dimensional truths in the universe, believe the universe itself to be opposed to hierarchy and superiority and authority. But this isn't actually the case. The way that the universal consciousness sees hierarchy is that it can be a tool for progression. It is a system that is not bad in and of itself any more than organization or prioritization is. The way the universal consciousness sees it is that this organization should happen according to love. To love something is to take something as a part of yourself. If you'd like to learn more about this, you can watch my video that is titled, What is Love? But here's the thing, if you take something as a part of yourself, it having superior traits and it having power doesn't actually threaten you because it's in service of you as well. So if you take something as part of yourself, you are able to see and recognize its areas of superiority and based off of those, put them in a place within the greater system that serves the whole. The best way to see how the universe at large sees in alignment hierarchy is to imagine a car engine. 
I want you to imagine that all beings, but in this case let's call it people, because that will be easier for you to relate to, all people in the universe are in fact parts of this engine. Now, obviously, if you have a fuel pump and a piston, they have very different jobs, very different areas of superiority and therefore authority within the greater system. No matter how hard a fuel pump tries to be a piston, it will always be inferior to the piston at being a piston, and vice versa. Now, the way that the universe sees people who are extremely resistant to hierarchy for the sake of power, personal power, and staying safe, is that the people who refuse to accept authority, superiority, and hierarchy within this in-alignment system are the people who refuse to be a part of the engine that they are, in fact, a part of. Or, to the opposite extreme, they are people who want to be the very best at being all parts of the car no matter what. Especially those parts that threaten them personally. Something to understand about the universal perspective of hierarchy and authority is that it is constantly in flux because of needs. What I mean by this is that if the car itself needs gas, then a fuel pump is obviously going to be the one that's the most important, the one that is superior in that moment, and the one that has most authority in that moment. The thing that has the most power, if what is needed is gas, is the fuel pump. Now, obviously, if the car has a different need, let's say the car wants to turn. Maybe the steering wheel at this point has the authority, is in the superior position, and therefore, in terms of hierarchy, is higher up on the totem pole in this moment. Now, humans need to develop the capacity to create this kind of flux around hierarchy according to situations and needs. Therefore, what is the most important thing for you to step into the space of in-alignment hierarchy is to really own your place, your unique and authentic purpose, and your unique and authentic power within any system and within the larger system. But notice how I said the word authentic? This is where things get hairy. Authenticity is an almost impossible thing for a physical human to maintain because of the process of socialization. Using the previous analogy, if you're a fuel pump and society seems to value pistons more, you will turn against your own nature and authentic truth. To understand more about this, watch my video titled How to Be Authentic. Now keep in mind that if you experience this type of painful upbringing around authenticity, the likelihood is that when I tell you to find your place and know your place within the greater system, that's going to instantly trigger you. Why? Because your parents, for the sake of their own power, tried to get you to fit into a box you didn't want to go into and be in a place that suited them, not because it was an actual reflection of your authentic truth, but because it was where they wanted you. <laughs> this is not what the universe at large means when it's saying, find and own your place. Obviously, if you get beyond your patterns of inauthenticity, and your patterns of self-rejection that were a result of your upbringing, you are going to authentically step into a place of personal power and personal superiority within the system that is not only something that you will be naturally amazing at, it will also be something that you absolutely adore. All this being said, there is such a thing as out-of-alignment hierarchy, and there is such a thing as in-alignment hierarchy. And we need to be able to understand that instead of throw the concept of hierarchy, superiority, or authority out the door and into the bin of only bad things. 
To be in a superior position in a power structure implies great pressure as well as the requirement for great levels of both consciousness and awareness. What does this mean? It doesn't matter what position you're in. If you hold the power in that moment, if you are in the superior position and the position of authority in that moment, your shadows are the most dangerous shadows in the room. The thing that you've got to accept is that equality is not a reality in a physically manifested dimension. Anytime that there is separation that occurs, power is not divided in the same way or equally. It is fragmented. We do not need to spend our life fighting for equality or fighting against hierarchy or against superiority or against authority. Instead, we need to focus on three very distinctive things. The first is love. If somebody who is in a position of authority will focus on love, this means they will take all things as a part of themselves. This means, by definition, they cannot create pain in that other thing without creating pain in themselves. For example, the whites were in a position of superiority in the world. It was something that they took, of course. However, if whites were able to take blacks as a part of themselves, slavery would never have occurred. So, in this circumstance, superiority and authority were not actually the problem. The problem was the lack of capacity on behalf of the white race to take the black race as a part of itself. This being said, you must know that hierarchy in and of itself does not imply that you will not be considered. 2. Awareness. Obviously, the more aware you are, the higher your consciousness increases. The more things make sense to you, the better decisions you can make, and the more in alignment your particular areas of power are going to be. This means you're going to root for things to get what they want instead of prevent them from getting what they want. You will transcend your own unconsciousness, prejudices, and ignorance. Third, we need to focus on each individual, really owning their own unique areas of significance, of power, their areas of superiority, we can call it for the sake of this conversation. The areas in which they excel. If you resist hierarchy in general, this means you are laboring underneath the illusion of equality. Or, this means that you consider yourself to be above it all, which implies hierarchy in and of itself. Have a good week.